0: Chair Goodman? Present. <laughs> Present. Commissioner Callanan? Present. Commissioner Drake? Present. And Commissioner Aguilar is absent.
1: Thank you. At this time, any member of the public has the opportunity to speak to an item not on the agenda, or is there any public comment at this time?
0: If there are any members of the public wishing to speak to any item on the agenda, please use the raise your hand icon and unmute yourself at this time. Chair Goodman, there are no public speakers.
1: Thank you, we'll move on to the consent calendar and we call for the approval of the Library Advisory Commission meeting minutes from our last meeting on November seventh. Um, do I have a motion to approve?
2: Motion to approve.
1: All second. And Janet, can you do a roll call
0: vote? Um, Chair and commissioners, if I could lock in your votes now. Chair Goodman?
1: Yes, aye.
0: Chair Callinan? Aye. Pardon, Commissioner. Commissioner Drake? Aye.
1: I believe the motion passes um, our next item a2 is uh, to approve our meeting dates for 2023 if you looked at your materials ahead of time you saw the dates that we are meeting um, from this day through the end of the year we don't meet in july and we don't meet in september is there anything do you want to read the dates I'll, Janitor Allison? All right. Uh, Do I have a motion to approve the meeting dates for 2023? I'll make a motion to approve.
2: And I'll second it.
1: Can we do a roll call?
0: Uh, Chair and Commissioners, if I could lock in your votes now. Chair Goodman? Aye. Commissioner Callanan.
1: Aye.
0: Commissioner Drake.
1: Aye. All right. Meeting dates pass. And now we'll move on to item B1, our director's report. And, Allison, I'm turning the microphone over to you.
2: Thank you, Chair Goodman. Okay. Um, Since it's been quite a while since we met, this director's report covers the time period between October, starting in October, and then ending at the end of December 2022. Um, In terms of programming, many thanks go to the Friends of Goleta Valley Library for sponsoring a book giveaway program for children who came to the library in their Halloween costumes during the whole week of Halloween. uh, Every child received a brand new book. The California State Library notified staff that we would be receiving an additional 43 state park passes. As you may remember, we initially received I think about 17 free passes that offer uh, parking and um, attendance at state parks for free. So now we have a total of 60 between the three branches so that people are really able to make uh, place holds on them and pretty much get them when they want to take a vacation and they get to check them out for a week. So we were really excited about that. They also created a bunch of STEM backpacks for kids. which include all kinds of scientific STEM materials for the kids to take with them to the parks or to use locally, teaching them all different kinds of nature and park uh, science that they can do. There are microscopes, there are magnifying glasses, all kinds of things that kids can take outside and learn with. So we were very appreciative of that program as well. California State Library is really doing a wonderful job with providing us with all kinds of neat free programs for our patrons. In terms of the regular daily business of the library, we had 14,406 visitors in October and the book van had 419. We checked out a total of 44,648 items. Staff made a total of 485 new library cards which is a really excellent indicator of growth. 46 volunteers worked a total of 411 hours. There were 2,012 computer sessions, and that includes both adult internet and children's game and preschool uh, learning computers. 1,778 people used our wireless access to the internet. That's available both in the building, on the patios, and then outside in the parking lot until I believe it's 10 p.m. We held 47 programs, which attracted 2,428 attendees. This number is extremely high due to two events in particular. The Star Wars Jedi Party attracted uh, 1,400 people to the library that day. That is a record breaker. We were anticipating maybe we'd get 300 people. Um, The local organization of people who dress in authentic Star Wars costumes and act out the different characters. Two of those groups came to the library and got their pictures taken with the kids and um, posing in front of the library sign. Uh, They spent most of the day there. The kids ate it up and quite a few adults as well. Um, It was like the real Star Wars actors were there. There were a lot of crafts. We ran out of them quite early because, as I said, 1,400 people is more than I think we've ever seen on a busiest day. Uh, We also had the Harry Potter stuffed animal sleepover in October, and that attracted over 300 attendees. In November, the library had 10,841 visitors. 302 people used the book van. A total of 34,858 items were borrowed, 806 honor system paperbacks were borrowed, and staff made 399 new library cards. 31 adult and teen volunteers worked a total of 242 hours, there were 1,808 computer sessions, and the wireless network was accessed 1,564 times. 23 children's programs attracted 323 attendees and 8 adult programs had a total attendance of 71 people. Now these numbers reflect the usual November drop that we have in visitors due to our closure of the two days, Thanksgiving and the day afterwards, and then the time leading up to the December holidays, usually the last two weeks of November are pretty slow for us. However, we pick up again in December, oddly enough, and we had 12,600 visitors in December. 270 people used the book van. I think that number is low because the students were on vacation for much of December. A total of 34,058 items circulated, an increase of 13% over last year. So we're slowly seeing a recovery from COVID. Um, It's in the double digits most months, so I think we're going to continue to see that grow over the course of this calendar year. 793 honor system paperbacks were borrowed. Those honor system paperbacks have proven very popular on the Isla Vista book van in particular. For some reason that we can't quite put our finger on, the university and college students are reluctant to get library cards. I think that um, they're leery of actual due dates, even though we don't charge fines. And we keep telling them that. But the honor system paperbacks they can take and bring back if they want to or keep if they want to. So they do like those. Staff made a total of 454 new library cards. And again, our consistent rate of new library cards that we made each of those three months is really hardening. If we continue that, that would be, uh, you know, 12 times 450, which I'm not good at math. I can't do that in my head, but it's a good number. Our consistent, sorry, 36 volunteers worked a total of 225 hours. We do um, offer community service hours credits for teen volunteers, and we do that throughout the year. Of course, the most. the highest number of hours that they do is during the Summer Reading Club, but we try to provide them with opportunities year-round. There was a total of 1,951 computer sessions. There were 1,878 individual wireless sessions. Twelve outside organizations rented the multi-purpose room and had a total of 727 attendees. 17 children's programs attracted 1,596 attendees. That number is higher than usual because the Ice in Paradise uh, ice skating rink made a donation of free ice time for anyone with a Goleta or Santa Inez library card. And um, as long as they could show that they had a current card, they received free ice time and free skate rental. Three hundred thirty patrons took advantage of it in December, and uh, we are continuing that partnership. Although the skate rental is no longer free, but the ice time is. So it's a very generous, generous partnership with Ice in Paradise. Our passive program, Elf on the Shelf, the kids love. We move the, the elf around. Um, That attracted 740 kids. They get a little prize uh, when they find the elf. And one teen program had a very impressive attendance of 35 teens. Um, As you may imagine, it's hard to get teens to attend programs. Um, That's been an ongoing struggle for, I think, almost every public library in the country. 25 adult programs attracted a total of 146 people. One kind of new thing that we've been doing is combining the virtual and in-person program, craft programs for adults where they come in and they get a packet of materials and then they attend an virtual program for making a specific craft and it's going quite well. For daily operations we held interviews for a part-time library assistant one at Builton and found an excellent local candidate. We also held interviews for a temporary part-time library technician at Solvang. Found someone great there too. And uh, Galita staff has been reading, meeting regularly to discuss ways to better market our library services. Uh, one of the ways that we are planning to do that is through the new library website. I don't know if you have seen that, the city and the library redesigned their websites and they debuted on February 1st, so if you get a chance, take a look at them, it's a huge improvement. In terms of policies, we will be going to the City Council on March 7th for approval of the collection development policy, which we spoke about. The um, We're still working on the multi-purpose room policy, we will be going for p- approval of the rules of conduct policy that we spoke about. Uh, I'm going to also be hopefully bringing a right to display policy, which protects the library staff against um, complaints about displays on topic, displays of library materials on topics that people might find objectionable. And then we also, uh, the city attorney requested that we create a hold harmless form for people that borrow Library of Things items so that the city can't be sued if someone burns themselves using one of our cake pans or something like that. So we'll be bringing all of those policies to the city council on March 7th. In terms of collections, With help from the library pages, I shifted the adult nonfiction collection and weeded items that had not circulated in three years, which is pretty much the industry standard. Also items that had outdated information, which is something you look for especially in your medical and science collections, or that were in poor condition. Um, It's sort of a a staff hazard that nobody that works in a library wants to get rid of books. And so they will check in and put on the shelving carts books that are badly damaged and just need to be withdrawn. Nobody wants to read a book that's got the pages falling out of them. So I was pretty uh, harsh in (laughs) withdrawing things for bad condition. We then moved the large print collection and the adult science fiction collections so that we could expand our adult fiction and adult mystery collections which were extremely overcrowded. Those are probably our two highest circulating adult collections and those moves were completed in mid-January. The reason that we needed to do that was as you know we have not been receiving new books this fiscal year and um, it was very upsetting for everyone involved, however, good news, we are now receiving books every day. Um, I placed a large order of new travel books to update our travel collection, which was last updated in 2020. I did send a letter of complaint to our book jobber, who at the time of, that I sent the letter was only sending a small percentage of the items that we had had on order for months two major computer hacks into their system really created havoc with um, the company. However, much work on our part, and thanks also to Black Gold, um, have produced very positive results for us. And we have been putting out hundreds of new books on the shelf each week. So the patrons are really happy. The staff is really happy. So I'm not sure happy Janet is at having to code all the invoices. but. We're really pleased that we're finally providing new materials. Now we have to move on to the audiovisual, which is still an issue. In terms of buildings, Buelton is planning to renovate a house in hopes of turning it into a new library with two meeting rooms. Jaime Valdez, the director of Neighborhood Services, which the library is now a part of, and I went there to meet with the city manager, mayor, and um, past mayor to find out how I might be of help to them. They have preliminary plans, and but no uh, moving forward date for when construction might start. With all the rain in the winter, Galita unfortunately sprung a new number of new leaks that were challenging to fix, and it was particularly discouraging because the roof had just been fixed. Um, the lighting system in the multi-purpose room is failing and um, appears to be quite difficult to fix, so we're working on that. City maintenance staff is trying to arrive at some solution um, as the people that are renting the multi-purpose room and the Art Association of Goleta that rents the wall space is complaining that it's pretty dark in there. So we're working on that. Grants. We were grateful to receive notification from the State Library of California that our ZipBooks program grant is being funded this year in the amount of $14,500. That is the grant where people can uh, request that we purchase items from Amazon. We get them directly delivered to the person's home address. They read or or listen to it, it can either be a book or a book on CD. And when they're finished, they bring the item back to the library. We decide whether we want to add it to the collection or put it in the book sale. Um, And it's a great way to supplement our book budget, especially for items that we probably would not purchase for our collection. So some of the more uh, small press, special interest, more scholarly types of items, um, we send those to the zip book program. So we're looking forward to that. On the uh, advisory board for the county, Cole Heimdinger was appointed as the new Goleta City representative to the Santa Barbara County Library Advisory Committee. He is a regular library user, and I am sure that he will be a great advocate for the Goleta Valley Library. Staff, uh, we were very grateful to the City of Bulton, City of Solvang, and Goleta that they allowed us to close the library all day on January 11th, something that we did publicize widely and far in advance. We had our first ever all-staff training day. The Goleta City Emergency Services Coordinator brought experts in to talk about psychological first aid, as well as conducting threat assessments. Ever since COVID, um, people's tempers have been a little bit shorter. And so the staff has been under some strain and we wanted to address that and give them some tools to help them. These presentations were followed by a detailed presentation by me on our new rules of conduct and the collection development policy. So front desk staff will have the tools for knowing when to call the sheriff how to apply progressive discipline and what to do if someone comes up to the desk and says, I want this book taken off the shelves or this video or whatever. Galita Valley library staff hosted our annual volunteer appreciation breakfast. We do this every November. We really appreciate this chance to personally thank our volunteers, without whom we could not operate the library on a daily basis. We are really fortunate to have such a wonderful group of teens and adults who regularly help us. Some of them come in on a daily basis for more than an hour a day. They're remarkable. And finally, I am retiring, and my last day will be March 24th. I have greatly enjoyed working with all of you and for the city of Goleta. It's with very mixed feelings that I'm going, but um, I'm planning to move to Portugal in the next couple of years, so I've got to make my way eastward. I wish you all the best, and I hope that the Goleta Valley Library will continue to make customer service its top priority. I think that's what we're best known for in the county of Santa Barbara. I think we're known as the family-friendly library and the customer service-oriented library. And that concludes my report for this meeting.
1: Thank you so much. And we are going to miss you. Thank you. Are there any questions or comments?
0: If there are any members of the public wishing to speak to this item, please use the raise your hand icon and unmute yourself at this time. Chair
1: Goodman, there are no public speakers. Okay, and, and among my, my fellow commissioners. <laughs> I, I just want to
0: thank you for, for all that you've done. Uh, y- your fingerprints are all over, um, from the smiling staff to the, as you mentioned, family-focused, and, and we, we will be missed,
2: but your legacy will obviously carry on further, so thank you. Thank you so much. That's really kind. I appreciate it.
1: Alrighty. At this time, are there any future agenda items that anyone would like to place on our March agenda? And I'm guessing there are no looming policies for us to... Great, we've done that work. Well, in that case, this meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>